Welcome to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, where modern portfolio theory can suck it. A student of the school of Graham and Doddsville and a clergy member of the Church of Warren Buffett, here's your host, Eric Schlein. Hi, this is Eric Schlein. You're listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast. And today we have back on Jan Schwenda, who runs the OTC uh, stock manual, the Schwenda OTC stock manual, and uh, is an OTC investor. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks. Uh, Thanks, Eric, uh, for having me back on again. Yeah, for sure. And you want to talk about Callaway Nursery today, right? Exactly right. So it's funny. One of our very early episodes on the Intelligent Investing Podcast... um, we had talked about not with you but there was another guest mm-hmm. uh who talked about it so it's been a few years um so it would be interesting to kind of hear about it now yeah sure sure um so this time it's callaway nursery cl uh wy um it's actually probably the least obscure stock that I've talked to uh, you about. Um, although I still feel that many people might not know about it and as you said might have forgotten about it Um, It actually does not involve shareholders having to crawl through a cave and uttering some magic words to get financials. Uh, You can actually just go to otcmarkets.com and see them. So that's a change uh, when it comes to my my picks. Mm, uh, Callaway Nursery is a small chain of uh, garden centers in Texas, and it has an activist investor in the management, which has been a good steward of capital in the past few years. So basically what happened was that this was kind of underfollowed uh, a stock and not necessarily mismanaged, but, you know, the management was not necessarily unlocking um, the whole value of the company. And so the original pitch was that uh, Callaway Nursery was trading below liquidation value while the business was solid, right? Garden centers, uh, profitable garden centers and so on and so forth. And then new management came in and realized value and the stock went from like four bucks to eight. Right now it's back uh, at around four, right? Um, so where we're trying well, actually, right it now, went to like, yeah. it went from like $1 or something or $1.50 or $2 to like eight. Yeah. I mean, if, I, I guess uh, if you had it like that early, and that included, and that in, well, when I first started looking at it, it was like two dollars, and I kicked myself for not mm. buying it. There was a Seeking Alpha article on it um, that showed the liquidation value, and that's how I discovered it. And then there was, and then yeah. what you aren't saying is, with that eight dollars a share, there was also some special dividends along the way as well. Yes, 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 yes. There was about ten percent return or 10 more percent return if you add the dividends and so on and so forth so yeah yeah i just, just want to add that so anyway continue yeah sure sure so right now it's back at around four where i learned uh first uh, first about it and uh, it is trading at, at around 33 million in market cap while it's able to throw off like three million cash flow a year um free cash flow uh this cash flow is backed up uh, by real estate they own and a good balance sheet uh, with just a small amount of debt. So they've been really kind of utilizing their balance sheet a bit better with the new management. And uh, but they haven't over leveraged or anything like that. And they've been opening up new stores, I believe, as well. So there is a possibility of future uh, future improvements in the cash flow as well. So right now you're looking at like 10 times free cash flow, which might not be, you know, eye popping undervaluation, but you really are backed up with some proper real estate and, um, and a healthy, healthy business. And the reason why I uh, talk about it now is because of course the shares are trading down because probably people think that the current disruption could have an impact. And while certainly it probably will have an impact on the operations, 
I don't think it should be completely disastrous for them, to be honest. Uh, again, there is very little leverage. Uh, the business makes sense. Uh, I don't think it's any anything flashy that would come out of that would not be trendy after uh, after the coronavirus. Um, and actually, there was a person comment um, who was commented underneath that seeking off article you mentioned, uh, Eric, mm-hmm. and uh, that was very recent. And he said um, that the stores are okay apparently and are actually operating. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are even hiring, uh, according to what he said. Of course, this is a comment underneath the Seeking Africa article, so please do your own due diligence. Um, but uh, but it might be interesting to to look at it again and to kind of reconsider, you know, whether at four bucks or you know, uh, kind of near five, uh, it is not an uh, uh, interesting opportunity to um, now why, uh, to check out. So let me ask you though, like, why buy a tiny little nursery company at ten times, you know, cash flow when there's probably you know, higher quality businesses where you can get the same multiple for like, what's, what's, in, you know, obviously it's more obscure, but do you think it's really in, uh, that interesting at, at, at 10, 10 X multiple? Uh, I think that like you have the balance sheet that, that backs you up. So even though like, you know, a lot of times you, the only thing you would have is really the multiple and cash flow, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you own something because there is a cash flow, but here, uh, you know, there is the, uh, there is the balance sheet that will provide downside protection in case something happens with right. the, with the business. Uh, so that's, that's probably, uh, the other thing, uh, the one thing. And the other thing is that they are going to grow. They are trying to open new stores and so on and so forth. Who knows if they want to, if they want to, uh, indeed exit the investment, the the, inner, uh, the original investors. That might be also a possibility. So I think it's kind of like managed as a, you know, this is a kind of like a let's say a uh, a very unusual DC stock in that it has an active management that is actually trying to create further and future value. So I think that that's what makes it interesting, even though maybe the FCF multiple might not be the. Uh, the most undervalued out there. And do you think the management would sell more of the real estate? Like would sell any of the stores? Um, they, I am not very really sure whether they've done any leasebacks or not uh, mm-hmm. to get some cash and to do with it, uh, to do something with it. But I think that they kept quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that they would open the stores either through buying some new assets or that just leasing it. I'm not really sure, but I think like they, they did some leases yeah, as well. Interesting. Well, all right. Well, any any other thoughts on uh, Calvi's nursery? Um, I think it's just a good like it's just a good reminder that the ODC line does have you know normal operating have like normal real have companies normal yeah. management yeah yeah and also that you know uh, again the financials are out there you can kind of. You see what's going on, and I don't think that the downturn in the share price like made so much sense because back then it was trading at eight eight bucks, and this was this is not as illiquid as some of the other names. Or maybe eight dollars was people. just over overpriced. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. That could that could be certainly the possibility, but um, but I think people were hoping for future value there, Got and it. so I think that. It's just interesting to see the share price. Of course, uh, you know, uh, people, please do your own due diligence, especially in the UTC world. It's not the same as the public listed market. But right. uh, Callaway Nursery could be an interesting stock to keep an eye on. All right, cool. Well, Jan, thank you so much for uh, coming on. And for those interested in Jan's uh, manual, we'll put a link to uh, being able to purchase the manual and also links to all your, uh, your web content as well on there in the show notes. Yeah. All right, cool. Sure, sure. All right, thanks, Jan. Have a good day. Thanks. Yep, bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast with Eric Schlein. If you'd like to connect with Eric for questions, comments, feedback, ideas, or to inquire about being on the show, please contact Eric at intelligentinvesting at gmail.com. So, in the words of Charlie Munger, I have nothing to add.